How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family. Rocky can. So glad to have you here on Maggie and Perloff. Hanging out. Still trying to figure out why the Colts hired Jeff Saturday. Now, Peter King just joined us from Football Morning in America, of course, NBC Sports, and he shed some light on it, which is Jim Irsay is now looking for someone he trusts, right? He's looking for somebody who has a big presence. Jeff Saturday is that guy. He mentioned about the video where Saturday sticks up, uh, you know, talks back to Peyton Manning, you know, in a very heated exchange they have on the sideline sort of show showing a little of Jeff Saturday's character. I said it yesterday. That clip got Jeff Saturday the job. I know, Just but, like Bill O'Brien yelling at Tom Brady got him a job. Okay, but I know, and and Peter said, you know, we never saw one of Tom Brady's centers do that. We never saw one of Drew Brees' centers. Well, NFL Films never caught one of those guys doing it. Maybe mm. they never did mm. it, but there was an opportunity there. You're right. The cameras were on, and maybe Jeff Saturday did that all the time. Who knows? Yeah, Tom Brady Center right now is such a disaster. <laughs> Have you noticed that since the guy well, got hurt? Yeah, I mean, the, this current this situation current, anyway, in Tampa is not uh, awesome. I do think Bill O'Brien and getting in that altercation with Tom Brady catapulted Bill O'Brien yeah. big time. No, I think the Saturday fighting with Peyton Manning became his claim to fame. Uh, I think it kind of helped him get a TV job. So, yeah, you know what was surprising? Coming off that interview with Peter, who's as plugged in as anyone. Yeah. He didn't make it sound that crazy to hire Jeff Saturday. I actually... Well, he said it's preposterous. He did, but the funny <laughs> thing was, he goes, all that being said, it is preposterous. But at least, you know, he did He did something that a lot of people are doing, talking really highly of Jeff Saturday. Right. That this is a unique person, a unique leader. Uh, so, if I heard that interview with Peter King and I'm a Colts fan, I feel a little better about the hire. At least, I, I still think it, as Peter said, preposterous. Yeah. But there's something here. There's something here, which is, when it first happened... I think both you and I shook our heads and said, wait, what? Peter also did not think that he's going to get the job permanently. Right, because he's going to lose every game, which makes perfect sense. Yeah, but listen, I mean, if Jim Irsay loves him this much, then whatever. Uh, Okay, we need to flip over to college football because tonight the second college football playoff rankings are going to come out. And obviously, as we know, there's going to be some shakeup because the big ones, Tennessee lost to Georgia, Obviously, Clemson lost to Notre Dame. So those are two big ones. But you also had a nice win by UCLA. We could see them maybe rising up a bit. You had a TCU continues to win. Oregon continues to win. Obviously, Ohio State, Michigan both won. Uh, we're going to predict the big headline that's going to come out of tonight's rankings. What's yours, Perloff? TCU gets screwed once again. <laughs> that was going to be mine. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I'll go yeah, with but, another one. But you and I disagree. We really do disagree here because... 
TCU, you can't look at the games and say TCU looks like the fourth best team in the country. They were in a, a battle with Texas Tech, who's a four and four team. Okay, they were losing in the fourth quarter to a four and four team. You know, the other, I think Ohio State and Michigan, those teams would have killed Texas Tech. I mean, that's just a fact. Here's a okay. Michigan, your beloved Michigan, mm-hmm. was trailing to Rutgers in the middle of the third quarter. Yeah. Now that a game what ended up being score? a blowout. That yeah. it ended up being a blowout, <laughs> but so, so did TCU. If you just looked at the score, they you'd won be by like, ten. They won the, by ten. That's that, that, in college. That's a nail biter. <laughs> Georgia was down by ten in the fourth quarter to Missouri, who's four and five. Like, I know that's why anything that's can why happen. Missouri fell three spots in the polls because of that game. Missouri's four and five. Any week, anything yeah, can I know. happen. Did you? Did everyone ding Georgia for that loss? I mean, I win. Sort of, but we're also saying they're unbeatable. So, I mean, like... That's the nature beaten. of this game. It's all style points, and TCU is definitely not delivering them of late. Listen, I think that TCU should even be ahead of Michigan, considering, yeah. like, if you want to do the style points thing, but, again... Michigan locked in a battle with Rutgers. Like I don't, I don't see that as any different than TCU having to come back against Texas Tech. You play the full, the full game, and what happens after the full four quarters? That's what you should go off of, not well, how okay. it looked on the, along the way. Okay, so Michigan, if you go by that way, didn't Michigan win by? That was a blowout, right? At the it end. ended up being a blowout, but yeah, it but was TCU a close game. was not a blowout by any means. No, it wasn't a blowout, but they ended and up definitively the week winning before, that game. Before at West Virginia, they won forty-one thirty-one because they went for it fourth and one in midfield, and they actually threw a bomb touchdown. If they had missed that play. West Virginia has it in midfield. West Virginia is a 500 team. Yeah. I mean, these are really close games against not great teams. Okay, but what's the final outcome? They keep winning. So, yeah, but can, this, but I'm saying the the rankings based on style points and quality of wins. It's what college football is. Right? And what what quality wins does Michigan have? Did Michigan two weeks ago? And I, they I, beat I, Notre Dame, right? They killed Michigan State, who is struggling, but at least it's a, a in-state rival. Sorry, was it was not Notre Dame? Uh, Michigan's signature win so far this year is who? They have not played anybody. They have not played anybody. Penn State, thank you. Not Notre Dame. Penn State, thank you, Stu. Uh, yeah, but okay. A game me, that that was at the Big House, by the way. All right, let which me ask is fine, but that was you know. If you played Michigan against TCU right now, how would you handicap that? Uh, but that's not my question. But I'm, that's what the college football playoff committee is thinking about, isn't it? Well, I would say that TCU would be far and away the best team that Michigan has played all season long. Well, what if you had to put a number on it, like a spread, how would you handicap Where's that? Where's the game? Uh, it's a neutral field. Let's say it's um, Atlanta. I would say maybe on reputation alone, it might be Michigan by seven. I don't know. But is that enough to put them third in the country over TCU, say, who might be like fifth? I would say it's Michigan by 12 and a half. And yes, that's a reason to put You even said seven. Yes. I, but that's because college football is crazy. Like their spreads are always so much bigger, you know? It's not like the NFL where it's like, we'll learn a lot this week. Texas, I mean, te- TCU. I feel, TCU I feel is like a we'll seven point underdog. Te- Texas is going to be, this is huge. This is massive because Texas is good. Yeah. And so this is going to be a huge one. But like, I mean, Texas is a seven point favorite over the supposed, and Texas is not a great team. Well, but Texas has been, has been better of late. <laughs> Here's know. Michigan. This is Michigan's schedule. I mean, Colorado State, Hawaii, Yukon, Maryland, Iowa. Indiana, Penn State was ranked 10th at the time, Michigan State and Rutgers. They've got Nebraska, Illinois, and then obviously they finish out with Ohio State. Uh, let's look at TCU's opponents, by the way. Yeah. Show me the one on there that impresses you. Well, the ranked opponents that they played four ranked opponents in a row, 
I mean, that was impressive to me. Oklahoma I, State. Come listen, on. I can't. They're at the time, terrible. Oklahoma State was ranked eighth in the country. What can I do committee, about about what has uh-huh. happened since? I you're, can't. You tell work you. for the playoff committee. You have to judge what you see on the field and who quality of wins, not what they were ranked at the time. I mean. Listen, Texas, by the way, this great Texas that turned around and lost Oklahoma State. I can give you Oklahoma. I can give you Kansas. Oklahoma State was ranked at the time. I can give you Kansas State ranked 17th at the time. West Virginia, it's a 10-point win. Texas Tech. Is it thinner than Michigan's? Yes. Actually, that is thinner than Michigan's. At least Michigan's, I think an average Big Big 10 team is better than an average Big 12 team. I mean, the Big 12 is not great. Well, then how do they keep getting all these ranked teams? Because they've got to rank somebody, and also... <laughs> then why don't they rank Big Ten teams if they got to rank somebody? Well, the Big Ten teams obviously are a lot higher in the standings, and we're going to see that. Uh, you know, Ohio State's going to be two, and Michigan probably is going to be three, although maybe they put TCU over them. Um, I No, I mean, I don't... That's what I think the, T, the headline is going to be, TCU gets gets screwed again, because I, I think that they are they are already had Michigan ahead, ahead of them, and why wouldn't they now drop Tennessee to four after that loss to Georgia and do Georgia number one, Ohio State two, Michigan three, Tennessee four. Oh, I think TCU could be four and Tennessee five. I know, but considering how, how much they value the SEC yeah. and how much, I mean, you can go one I'd be, I would be shocked if TCU would be four. That would be surprising. I think me. the coaches at AP win Tennessee five and TCU four. So, I mean, it's, it, do, it actually really doesn't matter at the end of the day. As long as they get TCU up to five. Yeah, then they're the, within striking distance. Then they're within striking distance yeah. where if they run the table. Uh, and also, too, a lot of these teams are going to lose. Most of these teams are going to lose one game here. Michigan, Ohio State. I don't even know if Ohio, Ohio State seems to be holding on for dear life. So does Michigan. I know. It's hard yeah. to tell just how much the weather was really the factor yeah. in the win against Northwestern. I mean, it was a factor, obviously. It was super windy. Yes, Amter. I mean, I got a stout from my West Coast teams. You got three... Pac-12 teams in the top nine. Yeah, right? Oregon still has tough battle. You know, Utah, Oregon State, USC still has to play UCLA. Yeah. Obviously, they can't all win out because UCLA and USC have to win. But let's say USC has one loss and or Oregon has one loss, and they face off in the Pac-12 championship. Does the winner of that game, the one loss Oregon, one loss USC, get in? Depends, right? I think Oregon depends. I Yeah, I mean, it does depend. I I think that Oregon would have a better shot. I think their schedule has been better better than USC's. It yeah? has, but I mean that that loss to Georgia, they were inept. I, I know, mean they but it looked was the inept. first week of the season. No, and and that brings up a, a point. But the fact that I mean, listen, they beat BYU, who was good at the time. Otherwise, they've just played that Pac-12 schedule, forty-nine to three. Like if they at least were within like twenty points, maybe you could. But you, they they lost by almost fifty. I know, but like that's a, but for first USC, week or whatever. I don't think it should matter. USC is going to get UCLA, and they're going to get Notre Dame, and who's now top twenty-five. So USC is going to get a chance to bolster their thing, but it's going to come down to even so, both of them are going to have to hope that a slot opens up in the Final Four because you give, you definitely give one to the SEC, you definitely give one to the Big Ten, and then you're going to give a second one to the SEC. And what about TCU? So TCU has to kind of lose. Don't you think that would help Pac-12? It definitely. That, they're not going to jump. Or how about this? Would they jump a one-loss USC over an undefeated TCU? Probably not, right? That's that's a big leap. I mean, that's basically you're like, all right, just tell us you're doing it for the yeah. brand of the school. Like, yeah, which don't they, even we, fake it anymore. You might know. as well pick it before the season even starts. Who you want in the final four? 
Yeah, this could be fun. I, I I'm really uh, I oh, love actually, this I'm sorry. Here. It'll be 12 next year, right? We think. Oh, I don't know. Have you seen that? I uh, if, I saw our friend Andy Staples tweeting about it. That it's going to be 12. Just not that he was reporting it, but he was saying people who, I'll paraphrase his tweet, people who think it's not going to be 12 next year are living in a delusional world. So. All right. We'll see. That seems awfully fast considering. Yeah, but how, college football changes on a whim. That, that It does? Well, I mean, the 12 has been in the works for a while. They've already voted. seems like they've established what the criteria is going to be. The six automatic bids, the six at-larges. I'd be thrilled if it did. I, I just, you know, they've pushed it back a bunch of times already. Uh, but it's four this year. So, okay. So your big, head, I, it, what's your big headline then if I took the TCU out from underneath you? <sighs> then I guess it's probably going to be, I think it's going to be a UCLA big jump probably because of some of the losses this week. What were they, 12 last week? I think they probably get up to like seven or eight. Uh, how about LSU? Do you think there's any chance that they... Put them even higher. I mean, they're at seven in the AP. In the can, AP? They, can they jump? They're not going to jump Tennessee. Well, let's just do. Yeah, they can't. They can't jump Tennessee right now. And Tennessee smoked them. But Georgia. It's be, that'll be a great debate. Ohio State, Michigan, um, Tennessee, TCU, TCU, Oregon is ahead of them. Oregon's ahead of them already. So that's a good question. So Could they jump seven? LSU over Oregon? It's possible. Let's go to Mark. He's in Wyoming. Mark, how's it going, dude? It's going well. Say number one is I want to pick TCU over Michigan. Yeah. And I also yeah. and I also want to say that if teams are undefeated through the end of the year, those teams, despite who they are, have worked their way up there to get there, and I think they should be considered to be in the playoffs. Once yeah. the team loses two games like Alabama, I think they're over and done. I don't know. I don't know why even anyone would even consider Alabama still being in the mix of anything. So I think the only way, Mark, that Alabama would – I don't see – man, is there a way for them to win the SEC West now? Not really. Yeah, it'd be impossible. They'd have – well, they'd have to win the SEC championship game and, like, beat Georgia in the SEC championship game. But they can't get there. But they can't get there because they're not going to be in it. Correct. But uh, you know the thing about but the undefeated. That's how Cincinnati got in. I'm sorry to interrupt. The undefeated. If you're undefeated, you're probably going to get in, but it's very, very rare for anyone to get through their conference title game undefeated. It just does not happen a lot. No, and if they do, and what Mark's saying, they deserve it. Like Cincinnati last year deserved it. Mm. Well, I know that the results weren't great, but. <laughs> they actually, they bad. That was a pretty good team. That was a great team. But uh, I, I think TCU has a long way to go. I think we were talking about TCU as if they've gotten through this whole run without a loss. I know. They're well, flirting with disaster week in and week out, which I love about them. They're they're an unbelievable late watch, but I just don't see it happening. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Okay, coming up, which NFL quarterback is making a case to be the future of the franchise? We've got that for you, plus the hype video you never saw coming. Why does this thing exist? We don't know. We'll get to the bottom of that in just a moment. Don't move. Your phone calls as well. More Maggie and Pearl off on CBS Sports Radio, CBS Sports Network, Sirius XM Channel 158, and the free Odyssey app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Spirited debate on the college football playoff rankings. Basically, Maggie is pining for TCU, which I respect, which is cool. I get it. They need the champion. <laughs> but it feels it's to me what like... what all the cool kids are doing is standing up for TCU. Feels like a little bit of wasted energy to me. Because I, I feel like they're going to lose a game. Well, they might. They might lose to Texas this weekend. I guess I'm just like, I think Michigan is a good team. I'm not trying to be anti-Michigan, yeah. but I look at their schedule. I'm like, who do they beat? Yeah, but they were in the final. I think pedigree, they've... Jim Harbaugh is a coach. They made the Final Four last year, and they're probably a better team this year. Uh, they did lose Aiden Hutchinson, but Blake Corum is a Heisman candidate. I mean, there's a lot of reasons you could argue. I think pedigree and history, they were in the Final Four last year. No, I get it, but yeah. like, so was Cincinnati, and like, I don't think that Since, they're getting Yeah, they're yeah but Cincinnati gets a lot of respect. No, they do. But they, they got a decent ranking this year. They deserve it, but like, what are we going off of here? How about the people who are earning it? 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Doug is in Washington State, wants to talk about Michigan. Hey, Doug. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing great. So I'm with you, Andrew. Michigan is not only having one of their best years, okay? Jim Harbaugh finally deserves a big win, all right? And when Michigan goes to Ohio State and beats them coming uh, the end of the season here, uh, You'll see what I'm talking about. All right. Calling it now. You're that Michigan. Listen, I'll I'll say this, Doug. I think what looked like Ohio State was clearly going to most likely going to be the better team in that game. I'm not so sure. Michigan, I think, is going to give them a really good game. Well, I mean, there you go. What? So you're, you can't be down on Michigan if you think they're going to give Ohio State a good game in Columbus. That means you're up on Michigan. Well, it means I'm respecting what Michigan is doing, but I'm asking you based off their resume right now, not what I think is going to happen in a month. But, but yeah, but we know the committee is not looking. You know, they're looking at everything. They're looking at quality of team and, and resume. And 
again, TCU's resume is sort of thinned out a little bit. You you and I are just never going to agree on yeah. that. William is in North Carolina. Hey, William, how's it going? Hey, it's good. Uh, thanks for having me. I wanted to talk about Tennessee. Sure. Uh, I think the timing of their loss to Georgia is really what's killing us because we've played six ranked opponents, and people are still bringing up Oregon right now as you know scenarios of how they could get in. And I feel like if our loss to Georgia would have happened the first game of the year mm. and then run through the gauntlet that we just did, I mean, we'd, we'd be in the top four without, without any question. Well, do you think Tennessee will still make it in? I think it's, I think it's close. Uh, you know, I think it is hard for them to keep out some of these undefeated teams, even though if you're just looking at, um, you know, the top four teams, I think that Tennessee still makes a really good argument because of their resume. I mean, these other people haven't played the schedule that we have. Yeah, you're right. And it was obviously the win over Pittsburgh. Although the Pittsburgh quarterback got hurt in that game, right? But you win in overtime on the road. And then Florida was your other ranked. Obviously, LSU was ranked. Uh, when you beat down on them, they were just barely ranked 25th. And then, of course, the big win over Alabama, Kentucky as well. No, listen, Tennessee's put together a great, a great season, great schedule. That's why I think they're still going to be four. I don't think they fall totally out. I think you're still going to be in getting rewarded for the full season and the body of work. But I get what William's saying about the timing. Yeah, totally. they could they could Thank use the they could use one more tough opponent in this final month, or they could use. By the way, maybe Georgia loses Kentucky. Something strange could happen there. Tennessee could use a little bit of a break because they have Missouri, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt coming up. They probably win. They're going to be going for style points. They're going to be going for style points, and maybe that does it. But they could use that one sort of statement win. Yeah. They're not really going to be on the committee's mind. That's a great point there. Yeah, but, I mean, there's nothing they can do at this point. That's that's a terrible feeling for Tennessee. But to that caller's point, that game against Georgia could have gotten out of control. Pretty Georgia just ran all over them in the beginning. It could have been a blowout. I think it was good for Tennessee to hold on to at least make it Somewhat of a game. Yeah, 27-13. 27-13 against Georgia. That's not going to kill you in Georgia. Did you also see the story about what happened with Stetson Bennett? With the phone? With the phone. Yeah, it's great. The oldest trick in the book. I feel like they. I feel like people have been doing this with J, going back to J.J. Redick at Duke. Like somehow the opposition gets the quarterback or the point guard or whoever, the star, gets their phone number. Yeah. And then just starts flooding them with calls. So now in the era of NIL... It's the athlete who can get the last laugh. Right now, you can buy a Stetson Bennett t-shirt that has his picture on it that says, call me 2713. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so now he's cashing in on the fact that all these Tennessee Volunteers fans totally blew up his phone. You know, it's funny. If it was Alabama and Georgia had beaten Alabama 2713, I would say, uh-oh, they do not want to see Alabama again. But you do not... Those teams are split every time. Yeah, Saban can beat Smart one time. Smart will beat him the other time. I don't think if Tennessee plays Georgia again that they could beat Georgia. Feel like that. Well, and that would have to be in the college football playoff. Yeah. yeah. So if Tennessee comes in at four and they face Georgia at one, say yeah. that that doesn't feel great for Tennessee. Well, but Ohio State and Michigan, presuming that's two and three, one of them will well, fall no. out because one of them will lose to the other. Right. You know, so it can't be. So yeah, yeah. But Tennessee. What if TCU's three and Tennessee's four? Or, or they put I'm just saying Tennessee might have a, a, an opportunity to, to get up to three yeah, or Tennessee by could virtue be five. of whatever else. Right. So that'd be great because I'm kind of rooting for Tennessee to be in there. I don't know why. I'm definitely rooting for yeah, Tennessee that's to be in there. Okay. I mean, well, I'm rooting for Georgia. I took Georgia. You guys all get the field. We know that wow. because of my prediction where I said whoever wins Tennessee, Georgia's winning the national title. Uh, I didn't take the field. 
You're, you have it by, by automatic. No, I'm on your side. I'm you not, don't want the field. No, I don't want the field. I want Georgia. Too bad. You got the field. <laughs> I already took Georgia. So, so, yeah. so, so my caveat was it wasn't winner of Tennessee, Georgia versus the field. Mine was Georgia, period. Well, you not, nobody now. gets this take is is this take was better when it was the winner of Tennessee Georgia because we that, thought that was my take. Yeah, we thought now that Georgia is nine and zero, the defending champions, and Alabama's out of the final four, it doesn't feel super hot. Well, you just said even that Tennessee made it at least respectable against well, Georgia. Well, respectable enough to get in the thing. I just said if Tennessee plays Georgia again, yes. they still don't have a chance. I don't know. Now, I think honestly, this makes no sense because I don't think Alabama is that great this year. But that's the only team that I'm scared of. If I'm Georgia, maybe Ohio State. Those are the two. But does does Michigan scare you if you're Georgia? Does TCU scare you? Does Tennessee again scare no, you? Nobody scares me if I'm Georgia. Yeah. Bryce Young wouldn't a little bit. They no. were winning in that fourth quarter a much better Georgia team last year. I think maybe Alabama on reputation, but this year, I mean, they almost lost to Texas. Yeah, but those they g- lost a couple bad on games. On the road, like- on the road, on the road. In a neutral field, and actually A&M was at home. But they, they're going into these packed houses. I'm just saying, Bryce Young is not a guy you want to face. Let's go to Rich. He's in Chicago. Rich, how you doing? Hey, good afternoon. I, uh, I want to really muck this thing up for you guys. Oh, lovely. <laughs> yeah, well, Can't wait. Please. Yeah, no, this is going to be really crazy. One of the things in the old days, as you remember, the strength of schedule mattered in tie breaks. Yep. And I think maybe you want to look at that. There's going to be a ton of one-loss teams. And there's never been a two-loss team. We all know that, right? Yes. Wait, no, no, Ohio State. Didn't they make it in with two losses Uh, the first year, 2014? I don't think there's ever been a two-loss team. in the. Double-check that. I might have it wrong. Maybe they were one loss. I could have sworn. Yeah, they were one loss. Cardale Jones here, they were one loss, sorry. And they jumped Baylor and Kansas State. Yep, but here's, here's, here's something that's a pretty scary scenario. The Big Ten is starting to adopt the SEC mantra, and that is the winner, and you guys have clearly pointed this out, the winner of the Michigan-Ohio State game is in. Everybody knows that. Right. But what do you do with a one-loss loser? And let me tell you why I think it's a controversy. Michigan, for all the Michigan uh, Kool-Aid drinkers, has the 50th toughest schedule. Ohio State is 14th toughest schedule. So when you take a look at the common opponents, it's not even close. TCU, I don't want to disappoint you, Maggie, but TCU, their next three games are Texas, Baylor, Iowa State, and then if they get that far, the Big 12 championship, they're not going to – somebody's going to knock them out. they got three regular season games and the Big 12 championship. If they lose one game, they're done. They're not in. Oh, yeah. I know. They're, they're not in. And then you got to say, okay, what if LSU beats Georgia in the SEC championship game? They're a two-loss team. What do you do with LSU? Rich, I've said I think the, I think the SEC champion gets in because of the respect that people have for the SEC, even if it's LSU on like a magic carpet ride kind of thing. I still think they do it. But I'm not sure if people agree with me on that. I'm saying if. I don't think LSU would, would beat Georgia. But I do think the SEC champ gets in. Well, what what do you do then if if that's true? You got LSU in, and then what do you do with Tennessee and Georgia? Uh, they're both one loss teams now. You got three teams from the SEC. I don't think they're going to do that. I think that Georgia would get in, and Tennessee would be on the outside with one loss. Yeah, I know it's not fair, but I do that. That's just how I think. But I might be wrong. I think maybe they'll say, hey, SEC champion, LSU, you're a fluke. We're not putting you in. Hey, but, can I ask a question? Yeah. Rich, Rich, you seem to really know this Final Four history, right? I'm getting yeah, this I up. Do. 
Why, in my memory, was Ohio State... Remember they jumped Baylor and TCU in the first ranking? I think a long time ago, right? Yeah, it was like a big controversy. Now I'm looking, they were all one-loss teams, and it was a huge deal that the Big Ten jumped the Big 12, but they all had one loss, so of course Ohio State jumped them. Why do I seem to remember that? I thought they had two losses and jumped. No. Yeah, okay. You're absolutely right. No, see, the reason I object to that idea that you can't get in with two losses... One one of your earlier callers, and I'm an SEC guy. I got to admit, I went to Florida and played at Florida in the 70s. So I know the degree of difficulty in running the gauntlet of the SEC schedule. Now, are you going to tell me that a TCU or even a Pac-12 team uh, that's lost one game could compete in the SEC and not have multiple losses? It's not even close. That's what right. I was saying. Well, that's why I said I think that the I think that if LSU won the SEC, whoever wins the SEC championship, the game I think gets in. Well, don't That's you think That's a even team, even though. as a two-loss team? Yes. Okay, I happen to agree with you. I don't think they're going to do it. Mm. Well, I mean, first LSU, gonna... first LSU is going to have to pull off some miracles. Are, are they even going to win this week? But let me ask you a question. So, if TCU, we all know, would be a four-loss team in the SEC, why are they a top-four team right now? Then, uh, because of just well, it's not the weighted strength of schedule. Any undefeated team, Cincinnati is a great example. Put Cincinnati in the SEC, they lose four games last year. Right. I mean, everybody knows that. They played in the SEC. And it's not trying to be arrogant. They don't pass the eye test. They, they don't have the depth. That's the biggest difference between the, the weaker Power 5 teams. They're front 22 or can play with anybody. The, the big boys wear you down and kill you in the second half. And that's, that's the whole scenario in every one of these matchups I've watched for the last 10 years. Yeah, Rich, appreciate the call and the perspective. Uh, well, that's why I got a solution. Let's go 12. How about the that? The problem is... Oh, that's a great idea. Has anyone yeah. talked to the officials about that? The problem is, I think, and based on what Rich is saying, too, you'd have some blowouts. I mean, I think... and But I can live with that. I don't mind if the one blows out the 12 or whatever, however they do it. That's going to happen, right? We're yeah, and uh, here's the thing about, like, why Cincinnati is gets in. Like, I think that was a really smart thing that the committee did last year. First of all, they were undefeated, but... I think it's good to give some hope to teams that are outside the SEC and outside of the Big Ten mm. that they can actually crack this top four and that even that running the table uh, in your schedule means so much because it is so hard to do. Yeah, if you went into the SEC, would you probably get smoked a couple times a year? Yes, but I think it's a good message to send to college football that the playoff is in some ways accessible for special teams. Yeah, that's, that seems kind of weak. What do you mean? Well, it seems like you're saying, well, you're not one of the four best teams, so we're going to put you in there. No, but I think it's rewarding. It's like kissing your sister a little no, bit. No, but it's like rewarding what is a very difficult thing. You say it all the time yourself. Like, teams don't go undefeated. Yeah. It's really, really hard. So to Well, yeah, but a that, Boise State can go undefeated. Well, but they don't. Actually, I mean, those kind of teams go undefeated. But, but like, the fact that Cincinnati did, I think to reward did, them is yeah. a good thing for college football. I mean, we've had other non-Power Fives go undefeated and obviously not make it. It's, it's good, but... If they're not the best teams, I do. I understand what you're saying. That sounds nice, but I think it should be the best four teams. That's yeah, what they should aspire to. I know, but you, you, but there's a hundred different ways you could slice that up of what makes them the best. But you also said you think that having NFL prospects is a good thing to have. Yeah, I mean, and Cincinnati, Cincinnati had, had those. They had two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, three of them. Uh, three guys that I could think of in the first two rounds. Yeah. No, they were pretty good. That was a pretty good team, and they hung in there. I didn't think that was the worst blowout I've ever seen. What was it? What was the final score? Twenty-nine-seven or something. Or 31-7? I don't remember the exact score. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227.
All right, coming up, we will get to the hype video that no one asked for, that we're not really sure why it exists. Sorry, 27-6 was final score. 27-6, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Uh, we're not sure why this thing is in the universe, but we're going to play it for you next. you got to hear it. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff after this CBS Sports Update with Rich Ackerman. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Got to play this for you. Obviously, big week coming up for Mike Leach and Mississippi State. They play Georgia this week, and Mike Leach is ready to go. I I didn't even get to um, invent that, you know. And then all of a sudden, well, they're kicking it off. And then... uh, I'm working on this trademark cough. What do you think? Um, it's getting better, too. Oh, my um, God. Well, then we marched it downfield. Oh, no. Call the I thought we could have been closer. <laughs> Is Mike Leach dying? That sounded awful. It kept getting worse and worse and worse. Did you guys, by the way, see when he folded the chairs last week? <laughs> no. Oh, so they he's, playing, he's shading his wide receivers. They were playing so badly, he took the folding chairs that the players were sitting on, the, the, yeah. the bench, and folded them all and threw them on the ground. He said, these players don't deserve to sit down. <laughs> That's old school. <laughs> yeah, he's out of his mind. I love it. If you were coughing like that, wouldn't you move away from the <laughs> mic? I think I would try to cover my mouth, you know, like go into the corner of your elbow, something like that. The worst is that it seemed like he had caught himself midway through and then it got worse. When he goes like, <laughs> like, like, like when the voice goes <laughs> okay, okay. up a little bit, yeah. it's just like, oh my goodness, he's dying. Somebody get this guy some water. I know there was water on the table. Take a sip of it. There was water on the table? Yes, I think and a oh Coke or gosh. something. Like their, their product placement is on the table. Take a huge gulp of that, coach. Uh, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Mike is in Myrtle Beach, wants to talk about Ohio State. Hey, Mike, how's it going? Hey, good. How are you guys? Good. What do you got? Well, I was just going to tell Perloff that the reason why he remembers the controversy is it was 2014. 
and it was because they lost at home in Columbus to Virginia Tech that year, and it was because Virginia Tech barely even made a bowl game that there was a controversy that they jumped the other two teams. Right, and also they were ranked all year. They were ranked below Baylor and TCU. Baylor and TCU were 4-5, or five, and Ohio State was 10, then 9, then 6. And then uh, the last week... The committee's just like, well, we want Ohio State in there. <laughs> we don't care what last week's right doing. Because Baylor and TCU, I think, had big wins, too, the final week. And they just said, but I like that brand, Ohio State. And do you think the same thing's going to happen this year? That was the beginning of the Big 12 getting screwed. It happened the first year. Yes. Mike, thank you for remembering that for us. We appreciate it. Uh, no problem. Okay, have yourself a good one. Let's go to Pete. He's in Pennsylvania. Pete, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? We're doing great. What, how are you? I am good. Uh, hey, Andrew, are we on for basketball later? What? Wait, who's this? This is Pete. Pete from Miri. <laughs> oh, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> Not much. <laughs> is it basketball uh, buddies? Wait, well, Pete, do I, you I know telling, Bruce? <laughs> I, I was telling Sandra on the phone that, uh, like, you know, when Notre Dame, OU, uh, Cincinnati, these smaller schools, they do make it to the uh, Final Four with uh, the big boys. Yeah. You know, it, it's a really good measuring stick for them to say, hey, you're you're going in the right direction. Uh, you just have to build a little bit more. And um, the one year uh, OU uh, faced uh, Georgia in the, in the semifinal, they actually almost beat them when they had uh, Baker Mayfield. Yep. It was strictly an offensive performance, but... Pete, it's a great point. Go. Helps with recruiting for these schools. Probably maybe even have a whole trickle-down effect on the conference, you know, for when you're talking about Cincinnati. Wait, so Pete, you and I do not play basketball together. I just <laughs> want to make that clear because Wait, I do you play don't? with a Pete. <laughs> this no. is Pete. You don't know but Pete? Why would, I have not played any pick-up in Erie in years. I mean, don't get me wrong. I used to go down to Erie, the, the course on money. Central Street, and just rain threes <laughs> on the canal. They oh. called me the canal because I could hit from deep. Uh, I, I just I, I just remember the last time I called, probably like a month or so. They're like, we really don't know a lot about Pete. I was like, just going on the gesture of, Hey, Drew, what's up? Yeah, I, oh, I yeah. remember, Pete. Oh, it yeah, was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Thank you for keeping it going. I'm sorry Perloff didn't remember the bit. I was with it, Pete. Pete I knew what I you were sorry, doing. I am sorry, buddy. Pete, and by the way, we should play some more basketball. You're in the right. Perloff's in the wrong. <laughs> we should play <laughs> yeah, some more basketball. Gatorade this time. Yeah, and the orange slices. Pete, appreciate the phone call. You don't remember, Pete? No. <laughs> now, no, I do remember now. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> <laughs> what you call it? Like, it was so good. I like that. Call into a sports talk radio sh- show and just say, yo, like you just talked eight minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, Meg. So we're like we we're talking about. Just start start your call like that. Yeah. He goes, Perloff, it's Pete. You're like, oh, Pete. It was great. And Pete played along with the bit and you forgot the bit. Uh, Bob is in Buffalo. Hey, Bob. Hey, uh, I, all this talk about all these teams, you know, Ohio State, Michigan. What happened the last time? Alabama played Ohio State in a championship game. It was 48-3 to three and a half. These teams can't compete against the SEC. None of them can. It's, a, it's just a joke. Wait, 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 wait. Was that the Justin Fields game? Yeah. That was 48-3 at half? I'm not... Yeah, remember Justin Fields, I think, did they have the first game against Clemson, if I remember this right, and he got hurt? That wasn't 48-3 at half. I'm just double checking the box score. Yeah, yeah, he was playing with broken ribs and he yeah. hung in there, but it wasn't forty. It, I have the halftime score is thirty-five seventeen. 
35-17. Yeah, but still, you're right. It wasn't even close. Justin Fields was playing with Yeah, he was playing long. hurt. But no, that Alabama team, that was the Mac Jones year. They were ridiculous, right? Okay, all right. Yeah, I, your point is some, well taken. I understand what you mean. Style points for that. Okay, Bob, appreciate it. Thank you. Phil is also in Pennsylvania. Phil. Hi, Maggie. Hi, Pearl. How's it going? Hey, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> I think that no matter what LSU does, they're not going to make the playoff. About eight, six years ago, Penn State lost to Pitt early, lost to Michigan, ran the table, beat a second-ranked Ohio State team, won the Big Ten, and even with two losses. A one-loss Pac-10 team, Washington, still made the playoff ahead oh. of them. Who yep. was the quarterback at Penn State that year? To give us some perspective. Oh, is uh, anyone we know? Or I, I can't remember. But that was wasn't early. Hackenberg, was it? It probably or was Trace Hackenberg. But, but even Might a two-loss Big Ten champion still couldn't overtake a one-loss Pac-10 champion. Hmm. Yeah, I mean... As everyone keeps calling, it's Harford. Maybe this is the year. I, I think things could break that well. It's going to be really Phil, hard. Phil, good call yeah. out of you. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Bottom line, it's going to be really hard, even if LSU does get to the title game, to beat Georgia in Atlanta. Of course it is. We're talking what-ifs here. We're talking yeah, know. hypotheticals. You I know, know. LSU's having a moment. It's super fun, but I, I think it's likely the trend of no two lost teams continues. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we got to get to this because this was just hilarious. We have no idea why it happened. We have no idea why it, anyone wanted this. Uh, Trey Turner, of course, is a shortstop for the L.A. Dodgers. Yesterday, his agent sent a hype video around to all 30 MLB teams that was narrated by John Hamm. Here's a little. Trey Vance Turner. <laughs> A true superstar in today's game, this guy does it all. As an opponent, he's your worst nightmare. As a teammate or fan, he's a dream come true. It goes on for like three minutes. Here's what I would love to know. First of all, so Trey Turner's a free agent right now, okay? Okay. What Major League Baseball front office has never heard of Trey Turner? I mean... He's one of the most well-established. No, I mean he's a well-established star in the league. He's a multiple-time All-Star. He's already won a World Series. He's in a high-profile trade to the Dodgers last year with Max Scherzer. Everybody knows who Trey Turner is. Why does he need a hype video narrated by John Hamm? I have no idea. Is that a rhetorical question? (laughs) This is the hype video no one asked for. I don't know. It's the best thing that's happened in baseball in a long time. This is exciting. Good (laughs) job. John Hamm hype video? This is awesome. I feel like John Hamm is like everywhere and nowhere at the same time. He's yeah. doing like progressive commercials, trying to ask Flo out on dates. He's doing Trey Turner hype him, videos. Right? He's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Trey Turner hype video is consistent with the Flo commercials. Like, basically, <laughs> like, John, not... throw a mic in front. He'll do a Maggie and Perloff promo tomorrow. <laughs> if he's going to do Trey Turner for no apparent reason, as you explained, why wouldn't he do us? I, I just... Uh, yeah, maybe this is more of an indictment on John Hamm. I did not see this this way. I thought it was more of an indictment on Trey Turner. Like, is some GM sitting in Milwaukee right now like, oh, yeah, Trey Turner. We should try to give him $300 million. Like, it never occurred to anybody that Trey Turner could be on their list. You need, But maybe this is more of an indictment on John Hamm. How far he's fallen so since Mad Men and Bridesmaids. and I actually was on the plane the other day, and I saw that the Fletch movie that he stars in is already on the plane. It never straight even, to you video. You were so disappointed, Samter, when you found out that the Fletch video went straight to video. I was also disappointed that John Hamm was going to be Fletch. It Why? just didn't feel right. I don't know. John Hamm just doesn't feel like a Fletch to he, me. Too handsome? 
too handsome, too serious. I know that he he's not, like does comedy. But he just, missed the Chevy Chase part of it. He was way too serious. Oh, yeah, yeah that can't be serious. I mean, Fletch is... And, and, and he's, he's too much of a straight man. Like, like Fletch he, has to be straight, but also had that goofy side to him. I, I don't know. John Hamm just... John Hamm's great on Saturday Night Live. I think that's where that came from. So, and he was really good. Remember, his bridesmaids. I think he was he, great in bridesmaids. Yeah, and he, he's doing a lot of bad like, boyfriend. Na, he's doing a lot of like narrator work, like the Trey Turner stuff. He's done yeah. other stuff as well. I think he did All or Nothing, and he's done commercials. I feel like maybe like as James Earl Jones and Morgan Freeman start moving on to other things, like he is might John Hamm going to be the guy. He it's, might be like the new narrator guy. Somewhere, oh. Liev Schreiber is just like get off my block. You know who who's dominate? Will Arnett dominates. Yeah, that business. voice. He is. Everywhere now. Every time really? I turn on the TV, he's got four commercials going. I know he does a lot of Reese's stuff. He does Reese's. He and no, he has a Chevy. He's the Chevy guy. I can't remember the big guys. If you want to rank the voiceover guys, go by the car brand. Well, McConaughey was doing a McConaughey Mercedes Lincoln. or uh, Lincoln, yeah, right? Lincoln. And now he did you see? Now he's going to be part. He wants to be part of the group with Jeff Bezos and Jay Z that buys the commander. Is that not the weirdest trio of people? <laughs> McConaughey, Jay Z, and Bezos. It's like one of the you know those BS questions, but like who's three people you'd like to have dinner with? It's like some yeah. losers, you know, answer to that. Well Bezos is getting in two likable people. Not that Be- I love you, Jeff Bezos, because I need my Amazon to lose a couple of time. They're going to cut off your packages. Oh. You know whose voice you hear a lot? That sounded bad. <laughs> I, oh, I didn't mean oh, it like man. that. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Listen, just, Bezos gonna... is that powerful. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Do you hear he castrated Perloff? <laughs> I, I... <laughs> I'm sorry. You were saying. Ah, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you just want like a car just to screech to a halt, yeah. just talk about cutting off packages. I didn't mean to say that. I meant like, you know, delivering gifts, you know, like it's about to be holiday time. Sorry, mm-hmm. Sure you did. <laughs> yeah, sure. So Trey Turner. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Why does he need a hype video? Thank you, Stu. <laughs> nice transition. <laughs> Somebody explain it to me. We know who you are, Trey Turner. We got it. You're awesome. I don't think we needed the hype video. I don't know who he is. is it, if him and Corey Seager walked in right now, I wouldn't know which one is which. Oh, I, I don't man. understand. I don't. Why do people think Trey Turner is so good? You can explain that to me later. He is good. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Explained it. Done. Yeah. Listen to John Hamm. He'll tell you all about it. Eight five five. I don't want to give me the phone number. We got to go. Thank you, Mike Sanders, <laughs> Stu Kovacs. Thank you, Marlo Donahue. Thank you, everyone on the radio and TV side. We appreciate you. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll see you then. Be well. Enjoy the rest of your day. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.